kind of goes hand in hand because you can't consolidate without the next topic and it's automation, right? We'll leave this for last because automation kind of bleeds into those other four topics. So um, we've been sticking on Power Platform. I know that's, that's uh, something that we, we do strong at Araya, but let's talk about automation in general, right? Like uh, the intent, you know, mundane task, right? Repeatable outcomes. You hear that a lot. But yeah. I like to hear it from the horse's mouth, Chris, because this is yeah, what you sure. do every day. So yeah, sure. So you know, I think when we think of automation, we think of just that, right? And I think most IT people should think of it in this way, in terms of what are my points of pain, what are where are my my bottlenecks, and oftentimes it is the squeaky wheel, right? We have this process that takes forever. I understand that, but more importantly, I think it's to look at what you just said. Look at any task that is mundane. We're doing the same eight steps again and again and again. They're often very just kind of mundane, repeatable. Again and again, we're doing the same 10 things over and over again, filling out an application, filling out a form, right? You have a person who's applying for mortgages, right? Sure. That's the same thing, same process every time. And because of that, the outcomes are repeatable. We we just have it, we ex, we expect a certain outcome. There's no formula in there where you're deciding something based on it. I'm putting the information in and the outcome is now the information is in this system. Mm -hmm. Those are great candidates for automation, right? And I think to your point, we talked about this last because it includes a licensing conversation. Can you use Power Platform? Do you even know what it is, right? Are you using a third party that you're paying a lot of money for and you're like, yeah, it's fine. There's no real, you know, there's no big functionality that you're like, I have to use this other piece of software, right? Can we use automation to integrate, right? So we're kind of starting to stack some of these ideas. Can we can we take that integration and automate it in a way that we wouldn't be able to do because a system is a green screen or something like that, right? Let's use RPA, that 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 digital worker, that robot worker, where they're just going to screen scrape, record it, and play it back again and again and again, you know. Again, another example is like taking information off of a form. You know, yeah, you can OCR it. You can have someone copy and paste first name, last name, date of birth, so on and so forth. Or we can write an automation that is intelligent to say, I'm going to look for DOB. I'm going to look for a first name and then a colon. And I'm going to grab that next field, right? We can do all of those things. We can automate all of it. But the key there too, I think, Javier, too, is people have this fear that it's like it's going to automate everything and then... We're going to have no insight and it's just going to run and run and run and run. And who knows what's going to happen in the back, you know, in, in, in the background. And that's not the case. Oftentimes we'll automate things and then have an approval or right. we'll automate things all the way up into a publish. Like when we do HR automation, some people don't like it when we actively give people licenses automatically. They want us to integrate everything up to get the person in active directory, but then they'll enable it. Yeah. Yeah, They'll but see, with, auto, with automation, it's automate as much as possible. And then when you have to have human interaction, we can build that into the automation, right? Like you said, an approval workflow, right? Like have that automation stop at a certain point, have that human interact, and then move on with the next steps. Yeah, and I think the key there also in identifying that, which I think sometimes can be a struggle, is sure, the the IT processes that are ripe for automation, most people are can can understand, right? Mm -hmm. Adding users. It's the same thing. Again, that's a mundane task with a repeatable outcome. But get it into the business. Ask the business units, hey, what are you doing that is mundane, that's routine, 
where the outcome doesn't depend on a human brain to decide on it, right? It's just kind of dependent on the information that's being put into it. And then start doing these small automation projects. And over time, you will find yourself automating a lot of those efforts, which again, saves you time and money by not having to staff up or staff down at different times of the year based on economic conditions, which are out of all of our control, right? So there's value in the automation in terms of the normalcy. And I can talk about this forever, but like <laughs> the, the, when you have those repeatable and automated processes, you also have normalized data. Right. And you know what that does? It allows you to have awesome reporting. So I know that Javier takes a long time to approve that salary. Where before I was like, man, onboarding takes a month. What's taking right. so long? I have no idea. But now we do know, right? Um, so there's all these different things that you can do for that help with automation outside of just not being, not having to do these repetitive tasks where people think, oh, well, you know, we're, all we're really doing is saving somebody the the time to, to, you know, copy and paste or do we are, but we're also doing all these other things like normalizing the data, providing <laughs> KPIs and, and, and metrics that really add value beyond just the, the time and money saving on, you know, say a, an FTE. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think, is is awareness. Right. So, some some people just don't know exactly what the capabilities are. Right. And that's OK, because that's not their forte. We're in IT, so we can speak about this all day because we do it every day. But, um, you know, Jane Smith, who works as an HR rep, you know, with the with the customer, she may be doing the same task every single day. She doesn't have time to do anything else because that's taking up most of her time. Hey, did you know that we can do something like RPA? They may not yeah. know that exists. Right. So it's. It's a raised job, you know, when we, when we meet with the customer to to educate to where it's going to it's going to flip a switch to say, actually, hey, like I didn't know that was possible. Every day I go to these five websites and I go to this same link every day and I download that report right. and I take those five reports and I put it into one report and then I email that off to five bosses. Right. Like right. that kind of process that that Jane is doing every day, like. Hey, look, we can save you 20 hours a week to free you up to do the rest of the stuff in your job that right. that's required. Yeah. Right. And then if that if that scales to now requiring 60 hours a week and you're like, well, I can't do that because I have I have all those other tasks, you don't have to hire two people to do those things again and again. And then if it drops down to 15, you don't have to then reduce staff. And right. And, and that, yeah. you know, th those are complexities that are that are kind of cut off entirely. Um, but I think the key here is. What's the formula? What are the variables in the, the calculus to come up with how automation can save me money is find tasks that are mundane and that have those repeatable outcomes. That's that's the low hanging fruit. Filter it through that. Ask your business people, ask them, hey, what tasks are you doing? Exactly what you just said. Those are going to be your the the low hanging fruit for automation and then start building on top of that. Right. Right. Yeah. Start simple. You know, um, That's right. we usually start with general and administrative tasks, even if it's something simple as we built some automation for a customer that, hey, every time it was someone's birthday, we wanted to send an email to the person, right? Go to AD, look at their date, you look at their birthday and send them an email and some flowers, right? Like, what does that form look like? Dude, That's right. as an admin filling that out every day to make sure that those flowers get delivered, right? Like things like that may seem silly, but it's going to make people's lives easier. And it shows them what the capabilities are, yeah. right? Well, and then, you know, even a, a simple um, scenario too, where we're talking about a user gets a promotion or they move business units 
and now their job title changes or their job ID changes, right? And so someone has to go in and take them out of old security groups and put them into new security groups, right? And that's a manual process and, you know, someone can make mistakes and it might take a day or two. Well, we can automate that. If you understand the, the business logic that determines X people have access to Y security groups, then when that flips, when X changes, we can make Y change automatically. Email the manager, done. Nobody had to do a thing, right? So like that's a simple use case that can save time and energy, but also help secure you too. Because now you're not having that gap between I'm still, I still have access to this old stuff or I can't start my new job because I don't have access to this new stuff. And if there, you know, there's, there's a gray area there. So, and again, to your point, that is a simple um, scenario, a simple use case, but it has all those components of a mundane task that has a repeatable outcome. We know what the outcome it needs to be. Someone just has to find the time to spend the 15 minutes to do it. Right. And, and, and the last thing I'll mention on this topic is, and it's actually in all five of these topics, it's, uh, figuring out that return on investment, right, Chris? Like, it's not always going to be tangible results, right? It's not always going to be like, we're getting rid of this server, which costs us $300 a year, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be exactly what you just mentioned, right? Like, the time that is saved, the, the integration or the automation that we put in, we don't have to hire two people. And then when it business goes down, we got to fire those two people, right? right? Like, those are the kind of things that you can't really measure Right. But it's in the back of your mind that when something does happen, it's like, well, great, this is automated. We don't have to worry about it. Right. We don't have to yeah. worry about resourcing or budgeting for it. Um, it's really the just the maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. The, the calculus for that to me is ask yourself, am I trying to impact the top line or the bottom line? There you go. Right. Am I trying to make more money or am I trying to save us money? Right. That's always the question. And then go from there. We have, we're trying to make ourselves more money. Okay, well, how are you going to make yourselves more money with well, all these different ways? Or we're trying to save ourselves money, which again, we talked about five really straightforward ways to for you to do that. But that's the question that you should ask yourself first and foremost. Which one, which one am I trying to impact? And then take yourself down that path. To your point, saving money, not, hire, not hiring people, making yourself money by becoming more efficient or getting better data, so on and so forth. Um, there you go. That's a great thing to 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 filter all the stuff through. Like you read my mind, Chris. That was my the last thing I was going to mention <laughs> to close this out was I stole your thunder. Right. It 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 comes down to that, right? Top line or bottom line. And yeah. each five of these topics, rationalization, reporting analytics, integration, consolidation, automation, comes down to that statement right there, right? Are you trying to make money or are you trying to save money? Right. And yeah. these five topics can do those two things for you, right? It's where you want to go with it. And it could be a mixture of both, right? Just uh, by default, you're trying to save money. You you do these consolidations, these automations. Well, now you're making more money because that one person that was dedicated to these mundane tasks is now freed up to do something else, right? right. To use their skills elsewhere. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, thanks everybody for joining. That that concludes our session of five ways to save. And uh, hopefully we see you for the next one. Thanks.